Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, founder and CEO of Legalpreneur Inc. As a serial entrepreneur and someone that works exclusively with small business owners legally protecting their business, I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues faced by business owners, providing you with the business knowledge you need to catapult your business's growth and showing you just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled these legal and business issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information in the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Legalpreneur Podcast. Today, we're going to chat a little bit more about the new IRS reporting requirements for digital transactions. So I'm talking about Zelle, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, all of those apps that we love to use. If you are not familiar, the IRS just required that those entities have to issue a 1099 for any amounts over $600. So if you received more than $600 in 2021, you will receive a 1099 for the transactions. Now, this is a big deal for a lot of people because I know a lot of people use it for business. They use it for personal reasons as well. And I know a lot of people are concerned with mainly the, the personal stuff because if you're using it for business, you should already be reporting this income. But how is this going to affect you personally? It's just a general 1099. And it used to be only over a certain amount. I think it was like $20,000 where you would only receive a 1099 from these companies if you received over $20,000 in a given year. Now it's $600. So what that means is you're going to get a 1099. It has to be on your taxes. However, you're not necessarily paying taxes on that amount. So number one, make sure you have a good accountant because you're going to want to make sure they account for this if it's personal. And how they do that is all you have to do is prove that it was for personal purposes. You received money from your roommate for rent or groceries, or you split the check at a restaurant with your friends. As long as you can prove, hey, this wasn't actually money received for goods or services, you don't have to pay taxes on it. Now, don't freak out if you have not received a 1099 like this before. Just get a really good accountant. They will hook you up. If you need any referrals, let me know. We have a slew of them and I'm always happy to refer accountants. I don't personally do taxes, but we always get these questions because they are somewhat legal questions, but we don't do the accounting portion of this stuff. So if you received more than $600 on any of those apps throughout the year, don't freak out. You will get a 1099. You have to show it on your taxes, but you have the opportunity to show, hey, this wasn't actually for business purposes. Therefore, I don't need to be paying taxes for this. That's it, you guys. I know it's very scary. I get questions about this all the time in my email, social media. People are freaking out about it, but it's just a reporting requirement for those apps. It's not a tax paying requirement for you. You do have to report it 
on your taxes if you get this 1099, but you don't necessarily have to pay taxes on it as long as it was not for business purposes. But don't be trying to scam the IRS here. Don't be saying it was for personal reasons or personal payments when really it was business payments. Don't want you to get in trouble with taxes because an audit is a much larger headache than paying a little bit of taxes on these payments. And to keep it all simple, I, I mean, you know me and payment processors, I think you should be using something not Cash App, Venmo, or pay, uh, definitely not PayPal. You know, I hate PayPal, but even more than PayPal, I hate all, the, all of them. You need to use Stripe, Fortis, Square, something that will protect you if there are chargebacks. However, I did say PayPal, of course. PayPal should not be used by service providers. If you have an e-commerce business where you ship goods, I think PayPal is an okay solution. Really, if you're in the e-commerce business, you have, I'm not gonna say you have to, but it's just so easy to implement and buyers love it. So if you're in the e-commerce business, you really have your back against the wall with PayPal, but they will protect you most of the time if you have a chargeback. If you're a service provider, they will not protect you. So stick to something that will protect you. All right, you guys, I'm out. I will see you next time. Here at Legalpreneur, we're committed to providing a supportive legal community for all business owners. I know how scary the legal stuff can be. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner. And quite frankly, it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. Have any questions or comments about the show? feel free to drop me a line on Instagram. I promise I read all of the messages and comments. And if you want to be a guest on the show or know someone that would make a great guest, simply fill out our application form and a team member will reach out if we think it's a good fit. I'll see you in the next episode.